Welcome to the Writing with Coach McCoach podcast, a podcast for busy writers who want to cut through the fluff with exact strategies for launching their author career. I'm Katie McCoach, your book coach, guide, unqualified therapist, and cheerleader. Since 2012, I've helped hundreds of writers become authors, gain confidence, and grow their best stories yet. Let's do the same for you. This is the Writing with Coach McCoach podcast. Welcome back to the Writing with Coach McCoach podcast, season two. Today's episode is about failure. Yep. It may seem odd starting season two with an episode all about failure, but I think it's important to talk about. Here's the thing, you will hit setbacks and being able to navigate them and move forward is probably the most essential thing you can ever learn in your career and in your life. And I think it's essential to start season two with this because sometimes getting started after some setbacks is the hardest thing, right? That is one of the hardest things we can do. So what does failure look like to you or to you as a writer? Here are some examples of writing failures. One, rejections from agents. Two, bad reviews from readers. Three, maybe the sales flop, the book launch flops. Or maybe it's something else. Maybe you feel like a failure when you can't finish a book or you get stuck on an idea or you find yourself in an endless revision loop. Maybe you haven't written your book yet or you haven't touched writing in years. You feel like a failure because you stopped. First, I just want you to know I feel you, I see you, and you are not alone. There's always a reason I talk about what I do on this podcast. I usually talk about what's relevant to me, what I've learned, what I've taught others, or what someone has recently asked me or struggled with. So I really try to make sure I tailor this content to be helpful for you. And I think this episode is one of the most powerful ones to date and for the season, because if at any point you hit failure, I want you to come back and listen to this episode. And I want you to remember that you're going to get through it. This episode is directly inspired by my own failures, specifically what I consider to be my failure in 2023. Yep, it is March 2023 already. I have hit a hard failure and I have reached the other side of it. So let's give a little background. If you've been following my podcast, you'll have heard a couple promos for what I called the Book Edit Collab. This was a six-month program I was launching exclusive to eight writers max, and it was going to be the greatest thing I'd ever done to date. Well, things did not go as planned, and life dealt me a few personal kicks. I hit a version of rock bottom when I realized the Book Edit Collab was not going to work. Not yet, anyway. It is a program I deeply cherish and want to do, and I know I will in the future. So feel free to join the waiting list. But for now, I needed to own up to the fact that I hit failure. I hit failure hard. I failed. It hurt so freaking bad. I was in a panic for a few weeks. There were several consequences to this failure, and I hated having to navigate them, own them, and let people see them. 
I've heard before that it's not the fear of failing itself that many struggle with. It's the fear of people seeing you fail. So side note, how relatable is that to you? If you are a writer and you've talked about your book for years, but no one has seen it, maybe it's not your fear of failing as a writer that's a problem. Maybe it's that you don't want anyone to see you fail. It's easier and much more comfortable just staying put. And that was what was hard for me this year too. I worked so hard to make something really great and in front of everyone, it flopped. In front of my clients, my family, and most importantly, myself. What will people think of me when I prove I can't do this? That I couldn't make this happen? That's where I was early January. In a dark, dark pit of failure, my hopes for the year were crushed. I had let myself down. I had let others down. It was really bleak for a bit there. I felt like I was done. I was ready to give up. I mean, I was being told to give up after all, wasn't I? I failed something I believed in. I couldn't do it. Spoiler alert. I found my way out, and you can too. So if you've ever been in this pit, and it's very bleak, and you're in it now, just know you're not alone. Here are the stages I went through after failure, and how I'm in a place now where I know I'm going to be okay. No, better than okay. Because of that, air quote, failure, and how it was actually the best thing to ever happen to me. I'm going to take you through these steps because I want you to see what it looked like for me, and hopefully you can relate, or if you're going through it, maybe you're in one of these steps and you know, hey, there's a next step and it's going to be okay. So first, I was in denial. I denied. I tried to make it work. I try to make this thing be the best thing I've ever done. I made so many efforts, but everything was still very clear. This was not meant to be. So finally, second, I mourned. I really needed this step. I needed to feel the loss of what could have been. I needed to let myself struggle for a bit. I had a few really bad days and a couple not so great weeks. And it took time. I was, I was in the mourning period for quite a while. I want you to know that it's okay. It's okay to really struggle. It's okay to just feel like it's all too much. I really let myself feel it. I cried a lot. And at sometimes I didn't think there was a way through. So I want you to know that it's okay because here I am and I'm telling you I made it through. And so you will too. But mourning is essential. It's okay to mourn and it's good. Let yourself grieve. Let yourself feel everything that is important. If you brush over it, you might not be fully ready to take the next steps. You might jump into them too soon and not make it through to the other side the way you really thought you were going to. I've been there. I've definitely rushed through a failure before. I've done something and been like, oh, that didn't work. I'm just going to keep going and didn't allow myself to really be in the space of it not working, of letting it be okay that it failed. So anyway, first I denied, second I mourned, third I freaked out. (laughs) You thought this path was like a clean straightforward path. Oh, you thought acceptance came next? Oh, hell no. After mourning, I went to the extremes of my mind. I had a doomsday mentality. If I failed at this, something I truly believed in, and I thought I had covered all the bases of what could go wrong, I thought it was fail-safe. Then what the hell was I doing anymore? 
Who was I to run a book coaching business? I mean, yeah, I'd been running it for 10 years, so what? Clearly, I'm not meant to be doing this. Clearly, this one event proves that everything I've ever done before was a waste. Every author I've ever helped didn't matter because I couldn't do it this time. I believed I needed to close shop and go do something else, something less passion focused, something that makes less cuts to my heart. I let myself go there. I did let myself go doomsday. And I think it was part of my process. I needed to see what was the other end of if I let myself fail, right? If I said, this failure defines me, then this was the stage which I saw what that looked like. The third stage of freaking out of doomsday was the stage of if I let myself fail and stay here, this is how it's going to look. I need to close shop. I need to give up. I need to throw in the towel. Luckily, I moved into step four. And step four, it wasn't like a smooth transition into this step, by the way. I'm still like kind of doing step three. I'm still kind of freaking out. And then I move into step four while I'm still working through a little morning. I'm still freaking out. But I move into this next step which is I talked to my circle. I opened myself up and allowed myself to, to be vulnerable with others. And I'm gonna tell you right now that I believe this was the most helpful step out of anything that comes before or after this. Talking to my support system was absolutely essential. When I hit this despair, this failure, I was very fortunate to have built connections with people who would understand. So when I say support system, although yes, my my family I could have talked to, I, I talked to my husband, you know, I could talk to friends. And they were would be there. They would be supportive. They would help me through it. But that's not who I needed at this time. I needed people who understood this situation, who understood what it's like to put everything into something, especially a business venture, and have it flop. So I have friends who I've built up these connections with people. I have friends who have run their own businesses. I am part of a women slash non-binary mastermind group. I have a therapist. I also now have a business coach, which, side note, was a direct result of the situation. But I know if I had had her when this happened, I would have likely worked through it a lot more smoothly, but we're getting ahead. Um, I've built up connections with people in businesses and in the editing world and who are all trying to do things. They're all trying to constantly make something happen. And this was essential for being able to lean on them when it was time. So I reached out to them and I opened up. I told them how I felt, how I wondered if I was just no longer cut out for this life. They immediately heard me and empathized. They related. They, they of course, themselves have been through this. They've hit failures. They've had ventures that flopped or struggled. They've all had to pivot. They validated my feelings. And then they also helped me reframe. They helped me see even my own feelings in a new light that showed me how much I've accomplished over the years, how much I've done, how much I've helped others how much I've already learned even in this event 
even though I hadn't even reached that stage yet, I already was seeing the things that I had learned, even if I was denying some of it. This was really essential because these were people who got it. One friend was even so sweet, she took me out to lunch the next day. And she let me just release all of my feelings and help me brainstorm ways to move forward. It was, it was the best, kindest thing ever. And it was exactly what I needed in that moment. So as, again, as much as I have support my family and my husband, I needed to be surrounded by people who got it, who were in similar situations and understood the nuances of this, especially of being a female entrepreneur and trying to do so much to help a certain audience, a certain type of person. In this case, I'm here to help writers and feeling like not only did I feel myself when this flopped, I failed them. In case you missed the obvious lesson here, you need to start creating your community of writers to lean on now. They will get you through so much. This leaves me, leads me to number five. The fifth step is that I accepted. It happened. I finally accepted what transpired. I flopped. It was time to decide what was next. How would I handle this moving forward? What would I do? Did this change anything? I had to accept it in order to go anywhere. If I didn't just accept, hey, this happened, then I was going to stay in a loop of mourning, denial, and freaking out. So I had to accept it. The sixth step was that I learned, oh, finally, (laughs) this was a great step, right? I finally, finally was in a headspace where I could learn from what transpired. I analyzed what worked and what didn't. I discovered where I was struggling with what I created and why it wasn't meant to be. Not then. It wasn't the right time for me or my business. And that was important to recognize. And then it meant determining what was. What was right for my business? What was right moving forward? What did I need to learn from this event? There there were a lot of mindfulness sessions here, a lot of journaling. A lot, a lot of journaling, lots of contemplating, listening to podcasts, listening to books, lots of ruminating. And then finally, I reached the seventh step, moving forward. This is the best step, the hardest step. And you really can't move forward until you've done, I think, all the others because you're not going to be true to yourself. This step is rooted in a few things. Number one, what do I want? Number two, why do I want it? And number three, how do I want to do it? I needed to learn the lessons from this experience. In order to properly move forward, I needed to figure out where I was going. Where was I moving to? What was forward? What was ahead of me? What was I reaching for? And why? Did I truly know why I was doing this? Why I was running this business why I was creating something new for people did I truly know what I what that could look like I had to really dig deep and stay tuned because unearthing your why is our next episode because I think it's super essential as a writer so I really dug deep and finally I connected to my why I knew once I tapped into my why 
why I am even trying to run this business in the first place, why I created what I did, why it didn't work, and then why I want to continue to do something else. Once I tapped into that, I also became unwavering and moving forward again. Yes, I had flopped. I've done it many times before. This one hit me hard. Um, but it wasn't until I really truly understood why I wanted to try again that I felt that I was able to try again. Once I knew my why, I knew I wanted to go forward. I knew what forward looked like. And also, I knew that moving forward meant failure would be in my future again. And I would be ready for it. Because continuing forward means knowing I'll hit traction. Lots and lots of traction. But the need to do so outweighs my fear of it happening again. I need to move forward because I understand why. And then I determined my how, which you'll hear a bit more about soon in upcoming episodes. So now I'm freaking grateful for my failure this year. Uh, I thought it was like the end of Coach McCoach. I honestly thought, oh, I'll just go get a job somewhere else, doing something else. I'm going to have no passion in it, but it's going to keep my family afloat. And that is very important. Um, but it kind of hurt my soul. Okay, it hurt my soul so much. I was not ready for that. I'm not ready for that. I, I don't want that. Um, I know why I created the Book Edit Collab in the first place. And I know why I'm moving forward and what that's going to look like. It's taken time to figure that out. And how I can best serve authors like you. So I'm very excited for the future um, and I'm very grateful for the failure this year and all of them, which are many that came before. And I don't think I've ever felt more tapped into my determination to move forward. Like my bones like shake with the need to move forward. So you'll get there too. If you are struggling, I want you to try a few of these steps or all, ideally all. And then deep down, you'll know you'll make it through you'll get through. And I want you to come back and let me know what does that look like for you? If you're struggling, if you're maybe in the what is my why stage and you you really need to find it, well then listen to our episode next week. That is all going to be about your why. I'm going to give you quite a few exercises that is really going to help you tap into that. In upcoming episodes, I will be providing exercises and strategies to help you do some of these things on a more practical level. So be sure to subscribe and continue to listen in every Wednesday. But before I go, let's just recap. Failing is not the problem. We are all going to fail at some point. Writers probably fail more than most. Maybe. Writers feel the failure so deeply because it's usually so personal since it's our stories. It's something we put all this passion in. That's why I felt it so deeply. It's because this is my business. This is where my passion lies. And same with you. So when you do hit failure, because you will, and it's okay, come back to this episode or write down these first, these steps, seven strategies, seven steps, and I'll go over them real quick. First, denial. You don't need to go through that one, but you probably will. Uh, I'm going to be real. You're probably going to go through a little denial at first. Or anger. And it's going to be directed at everyone but yourself. Fair. But 
Then maybe you move into number two. Mourning, grieve, grieve what happened, allow yourself to feel it, feel all the pain. Third, you could probably skip this step. (laughs) This is what was essential for me to kind of whip my head around, I guess. Um, Third was when I freaked out. Uh, I went doomsday on myself and over-exaggerated everything. Um, I am a little emotional. (laughs) I am a cancer, so we're very emotional people. Um, But it was actually an important step because it helped me see where things could go if I accepted the failure and didn't move forward. So if I said, yep, I failed and that means I'm done, this was the version of like, well, what what does that look like? So maybe three, maybe you do need to do a little doomsday path freak out. Fourth is I talk to my circle and I'm telling you this is the most important thing you can do is to talk to people who get it. And I mean people who understand what it's like to be going through what you're going through. Someone who has gotten agent rejections over and over or someone who has gotten a bunch of bad reviews. Others have been there before you and they've gotten through it and you will too. So talk to your circle. And if you don't have that circle, start building it now. And then five, accept. Acceptance is key. Six, learn from your experience. And then lastly, seven, move forward. Create your plan. What is moving forward look like? And create your plan to do so. And then before you know it, you're going to be able to look back and say, that was an experience I had. I'm not there anymore. I'm not in failure anymore. I am moving forward. And I am so happy for you when you get there. And you will. Okay. That is all I'll leave you with today, writer. Until next time, keep growing.